Welcome to next good day to you. What the fuck? Seriously. I know we got a whole top ten thing to do, but I want to give you a little bit of news first. Oh, Jesus. I thought we left the bad bits in Orlando. Did you hear about this? An Ohio man, he uh, pickpocketed a man, got a wallet, tried to run out, and a lady stopped him in the way. Did you hear about this? Nope. It's kind of crazy because the woman gets in front of him, tries to stop him. He takes off his prosthetic leg to try to get by the woman. I'll tell you what. That's really one way to get a leg up in the situation. For those of you that don't know, Dubs on Fridays in the hideout used to do a quote-unquote monologue. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just giving you some news. And apparently he's brought it back. All right, so we've actually had something about this before. I'd like you to be able to comment and everything, but we've got the top ten to get to, and i got to finish out this news. Hey, Hefe, there is a uh, new restaurant. Here. You don't have to say, hey, Hefe, every time. I haven't gone anywhere. A new restaurant in Japan is making headlines because at the tables, it has toilets instead of chairs. So you sit down on a toilet to eat your food. Mm-hmm. Have you heard about this at all? No, I haven't. I haven't heard a whole lot either, but from what I do here, it's the shit. Ah, that was easy. Um... Well, I, I, I'll admit, I love to poop and eat all at the same time. It's kind of that whole circle of... Uh, I'd like you to be able to just... keep on talking about this. Maybe you'll cover it in next. I don't know. I doubt it. But maybe. <laughs> and then you'll be able to do your little commentary. But I got to go through the news here. Okay. Over in Colombia, Colombian man, he may have made one of the dumbest robbery moves ever. He uh, tried to rob a karate dojo. Of course, he was not successful. I don't know how much money they carry in a karate dojo anyway. But he was not successful. The class beat him up pretty good. I bet you here. You with me? I'm sorry. You were saying something about a toilet no, in a Chinese no, no, no. restaurant. This one, a Colombian man walked into a karate dojo, tried to rob it. Got his ass kicked by the karate class. Uh-huh. Only real details coming out of it is one guy was in the background young. Body bag, Johnny! A body bag! All that set up for that. Jo- and now, okay, we're gonna have the music too. This is fucking retarded. At least I can curse during this fucking bit. Am I supposed to comment? Oh, good. All right, never mind. Yeah, good. Uh, all right, well, at least the next one started. Whatever. Pepe, we got more news for you. Dude, we have nothing but news. You're wasting our fucking time. Talon. You know Talon. We that, did a whole hideout podcast about him last week, basically. Is that what motivated you to do this fucking monologue? Was stepping back into the hideout last week? I thought we burned that motherfucker down. Now, Talon, he's a heretic busted on kitty porn charges. Went to court this week. It wasn't his actual trial. He was very nervous, even though it wasn't the actual trial. He was very nervous and even started crying. The judge told him, stop being a baby. And that got him hard. Can we go now? Can we start? One more. Jesus. One more for the news. A man broke the world record by pulling a train over nine feet with his teeth. Did you hear about this, Epe? No. Well, there's big controversy about it, and actually Congress has stepped in 
there's allegations of fluoride. It would be, in that case, a performance enhancer. Fluoride tea makes them stronger. Well, I hope Talon can pull that train. I'm pulling for him. Next. 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 What's next? One hour. The top ten stories of the week. According to them, El Jefe and J-Dubs. Next is now. I'm El Jefe. Hey, what's up, FM Dubs? Welcome to the next cast six. Will one of these headlines be the number one story of the week? Which beer could save your life? Nazi porn and the tournament of gay. The details on these stories and where they're going to rank in this week's top ten are next with us, El Jefe and J-Dubs. Of course you know us. Uh, We get new listeners every single week. The podcast being downloaded at an incredible what rate with uh, the next cast and some of the stuff that we've done on XM and various places. We host The Hideout, Real Radio 104.1 and 106.7 WJFK in Washington, D.C., Real Radio in Orlando. Next, we've been doing this, some on XM, some on, uh, we did it, it started it all in New York. Uh, it's a little bit about us. Obviously, thank you for adding us as a friend to myspace.com slash nextradio. You can get previous top tens in the blog section, send us messages, that kind of fun stuff. Hideoutheretics.net, which also points to nextradiofans.com. Mm-hmm. You can get the entire Hideout download uh, as far as every single show of the Hideout that's ever been done. That's available for you. Fullblowingaids.com, whackbag.com, ronfest.net, yardstickofdeath.com. All of them, Dubs, discuss what is next with us. Now, Dubs, before we get started, yeah, uh, last week we did do the special edition of The Hideout where we discussed Heretic Talon. Mm-hmm. You heard about him in my news. Yeah, in your news. And it, it started the debates on hideoutheretics.net. Did you see the thread as to... The polls versus next versus the hideout. No, uh, and what people prefer. What is it looking at right now? Overwhelmingly, people want us to go back into the hideout. Really? Oh, surprisingly, on hideoutheretics.net. Yeah, yeah of course. That's a, that's a shocker. Now, people felt quoting shit upon because of my comments. <laughs> Let's burn this motherfucker down, and may I be the first to say fuck the hideout. And it was this weird, like, feelings got hurt because I was a, you know, I'm a fan of the hideout and you're shitting on the fans. What the fuck? We made it. We can can shit on... All right. If I knit a sweater, who are you to say, if I can't shit on that sweater and use it as toilet paper later, I'll shit upon whatever I make. We've shit upon our career uh, up to this point. So why can't we shit upon the name of our show that got shat upon by listeners, PDs, fucking other shows? Everybody shit upon us, and we can't shit? Yeah. Well, it's not even that I was... Don't take it so personally. I mean, if anyone's to take it personally... It's Dubs and I. Yeah. And the mere fact that we don't want to go back into the hideout, maybe that conjures up feelings that we don't, you know, like we don't want to go back to the scene of a rape. Mm-hmm. You're not going to hang around the alley where because your panties got forcefully pulled down. Because we've done it a few times. And you know what happened? We keep on getting raped. We keep on getting raped every time we go back to that damn format. That's so maybe we want to, uh, you know, okay. 
I'm saying we were asking for it. We were wearing the short skirt, you know? We were asking for it. We were enticing people, and they raped us, and now we are in a pantsuit. Let me explain this really quickly about the hideout. It was our brainchild. I love it to death. However, it will really only work on one format now, and that's satellite radio. It did well in Washington, D.C. It was the perfect late-night show. Mm -hmm. Maybe if we were ever to go back to overnights, that would be the perfect place to bring back a show like The Hideout. However, it shouldn't have been done, and I'll say this now. It shouldn't have been done in Orlando. Remember when I said we should have changed the name of the show and the, and the mm-hmm. hideout's going to die in D.C., and then we took it down to Orlando? We shouldn't have. We should have come up with next then. Is this show, this next show, really that different? No. Really that different? It's You know what it is? Same shit, different packaging. Exactly. It's a nice, shiny package for everyone to get excited. Either you're fans of us or you're not. All right, you're a Tool fan, so you're going to hate a perfect circle? No, you're a fan of Maynard. You're going to like it. Now, along those same lines, too, we took the hideout up to D.C. What happened? We got shot upon. Exactly. Had we taken next to that guest week in Washington, D.C., I am willing to lay everything on the line that we would have gotten that over a show that's already since been fired. Mm-hmm. And in addition to that, we had numerous program directors number one market most respected saying the format's fucking great here's the thing too our biggest thing our biggest battle with management whenever getting hired or doing anything what is the show about what are you doing in the show what's the, what's first- the end gain of the show what's the payoff to the listeners so this really takes care of a lot of those questions two pds programmers the whole fucking thing i mean it, 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 there's a bigger picture than us just you know you know not doing the hideout or saying we're shitting upon this shitting upon that we aren't we're just trying to work and entertain and guess what we're trying to also grow too mm-hmm. you know what i mean we don't want to be fucking van halen with the same fucking hits touring and fucking dining out on the same thing i'd like to grow a little bit if that's at all possible And look, it shouldn't bother me, but this is something we've actually wanted to talk about, and maybe we have talked about before, as to why we enjoy the fucking next uh, format so much, because it's something different. The other thing, too, what's the biggest thing people, even fans of The Hideout always said? I fucking hated you guys at first. Yeah. We're trying to uh, alleviate that. Maybe we can bring some more people on board by them getting on board with the format instead of just us at first. Yeah. And, uh, you know, then they can be fans of us earlier. You know, the only people that have ever said, I hate next, hideout fans. By the way, this whole argument, more than likely moot, because my money is that we both end up in rock radio again doing neither. Mm -hmm. Next. Next. Story number 10. No phone hang-ups during sex. Going to the toilet and having sex are some of the activities people get up to when talking on the phone, according to a British poll. The survey released this week found 7% of people had been quote-unquote intimate with a partner when on the telephone with someone else. Have you ever done this? Um, no. I usually will stop the action. Uh, I, are, the most I've done sexually... While on the phone. And I even, I don't keep on doing it. I've been jerking off. And uh, the phone ringing, I'm like, God damn it, I gotta take this. 
but I'm going to get back to the action, you know? So what I do is stop, keep the putt in the hand because I want to I keep you know, ready to go. But I talk to whoever I have to talk to real quick, and it has been you before, and then <laughs> hang up and uh, continue my, my jerk session. The only thing with the phone that I've ever had, and it was oh, actually... I've even done it with my mom. Oh. Isolate that. Uh, the the uh, the only thing that I've ever done that was actually pretty hot, a chick that I was with at the time gave me a blowjob while she was talking on the phone How? with a group of friends. So it was one of those like three-way, four-way conversations on the phone, and she's got the phone to her mouth, to her mouth in her ear, and she's blowing me. Uh, but just like occasionally taking it out and going, mm-hmm, yeah, oh, and then getting back to it. That's what I was going to ask. Was there like, you know, coming up for air for a minute just to say, uh-huh, and then going back for it? It was the hottest thing that ever. That is pretty sexy. I thought you were on the phone while getting no. out. And I would wonder who you would want to talk to during that because I wouldn't want to talk to my Pedro buddies. Pedro Lima. That's who I'd like to talk to, our comedian I'd buddy. like to play him in Madden online because he's beat me a couple times. I beat him a couple times, but I'm getting really agitated. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's Puerto Rican. He's probably cheating. But getting back to the conversation at hand, I would actually at some point like to have a conversation while having sex because that's another thing I used to do too with a, uh, with a previous girl was maybe she was on the phone like a business call and she was working from home. I'd sneak up behind her, pull down her pants, and pop it in. So and the she, butt? No. Ah, damn it. So she she's on the phone on a conference call for work, and I'm banging away. So I've done this a few times. There's something really hot about it, but I've never been on the phone before while having sex. Next time I am, going to call you. No. Just to I tell you that I am. I don't want to hear about it. I don't like to think of you in that way. I like to think of you as... Uh, something like uh, Popple. You know, what? you're round, you're furry. Come on. Uh, but you have no sexual organs. Men were more likely than women to have been involved in a, romam- ro- a romantic clitch when chatting on the phone, with 9% admitting to answering a call and making love compared to 5% of women. The survey found 1 in 10 people admitted to talking on the phone while otherwise engaged, so basically while busy, I suppose. Mm. Um, that seems a little low. It also found that people, uh, this is in England, by the way, are also most likely to chat with friends while sitting on the laboratory, with 44% oh, admitting English to that. Poop. <laughs> uh, nice, greasy, uh, what What do they eat over there? Uh, fish and chips. Fish and chips. Poop. Lager. Yeah. Like that whole fucking thing coming uh. out of there. Uh, just imagine how fucked up their teeth are, so what's coming out the back end. Oh, yeah, yeah. That Both holes are just stank. But I love to PWT, poop while talking. I can't handle anything going on in the bathroom other than poop. And I am disgusted that we keep showers next to toilets. I'm disgusted that we have uh, toothbrushes and all sorts of shit right next to toilets. There should be a separate room for the toilet. I've seen people take their beverage into the toilet with them. I do that. Or food. My favorite thing, uh, and not my favorite thing, but it's something that's kind of fun is and you can see pictures of this online because I thought my cats were the only ones, but I'll poop with the door open, and the cats love to come in and hop into my shorts, which are pulled down around my ankles, 
and just hang out. I don't know if they like the smell like a down cat there. Hammock. Yeah, yeah, actually, actually, like a little kitty fort while I'm pooping, and then I'm poop, and they they pop the ears up, like what the hell was that? Or I fart or something, and then they go back down underneath and hang out. I, I thought like I thought Tycho was the only one that did it. It smells like home to them. It really, they love dirty clothes for some reason. Because they're stinky cats. Well, they stink up uh, your, a high hell. Your dog doesn't like to be in the room while you're pooping? Every once in a while, but once she smells it, she needs to get the <laughs> hell out. She, she'll come in like, all right, you're just sitting down, pants down, hanging out, whatever. And then she'll smell my wretchedness and claw at the door to get out. Yeah, uh, one of the things and I'm... And I say, Noah, uh, you're in the gas chamber, bitch. I love to multitask while on the toilet. I love to talk on the phone. Uh, most people like to read. A lot of people are getting to the point now where they're having TVs installed and video games also installed at the same time. And I like to pet my animals. <laughs> my my problem is multi-layered because I used to have the problem with hemorrhoids. And that really had to put an end to the long sessions on the toilet because I used to do the 25, 30-minute sessions of pooping, you know, a, uh, a nugget here, a nugget there, but I'm having fun because I'm reading the Sunday paper. But I had to put an end to that because I got these midget noses popping out of my asshole <laughs> that uh, really started to pain me. Dubs, that is, ironically enough, the perfect segue into story number nine. Next. 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 Story number nine. Give it a second and you'll see why. Guinness, good for you. It's official. I suppose there was an old uh, advertising slogan that said Guinness is good for you. And as it turns out, according to researchers, it may be true after all. A pint of the black stuff a day may work as well as aspirin to prevent heart clots that raise the risk of heart attacks. That does make sense. I mean, aspirin is used for that to thin blood, and alcohol thins blood, so maybe a little bit of uh, beer. They've said that about wine, too, Mm -hmm. where it'll thin your blood a little bit, and then it's good for you. Well, they say one of the big things about it is the antioxidant compounds in the Guinness, similar to those in certain fruits and vegetables that are responsible for the health benefits that slow down the deposit of harmful cholesterol in the artery walls. Are are we talking just dark beers or just uh, uh, Guinness? The University of Wisconsin told a conference uh, in the United States that it is the dark beers. Okay. It's all about the dark beers. Uh, it's something about that stout, uh, that stout beer as opposed to the lager, which, by the way, they tested it on dogs. So that's where it was started, but it seemed to have that kind of same Nothing's benefit. Nothing's funner than getting a dog drunk or high. I can see what they're doing here. They weren't trying. They're like, hey, how can we uh, get away with getting our dogs drunk Just a bunch of high motherfuckers at Wisconsin accidentally stumbled upon this. Uh, Yeah, we've gotten your dog drunk once before. Well, we didn't set out to do it, but she wanted some of my margarita. So she started lapping it up. And then I took her for a walk, a stumbling walk that she was (laughs) taking. And she actually... Tried to attack a little uh, stone figurine of a dog sitting on someone's porch. My uh, my cat loves to drink uh, the lager. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, Charlie loves Miller Lite. So anyway, Dubs, um, it doesn't matter because I hate the dark stuff. Like, I wouldn't drink dark, dark beer 
even if it did have all these benefits. I'll drink it every once in a while. It's not my favorite thing. Um, but if you can find a really good one, Guinness is all right. If you can find a really good one, it's not bad. I especially don't think I'll ever drink Guinness again because of the car- Irish car bomb challenge between me and Fezzi at you WJFK. Get over that. that was like, what, three years ago? Still can't be near a car bomb. What, you guys did 12 and... Two hours. I think I did. I did. I did seven in an hour and a half, and I believe he got nine. Eight. He got nine because he did eight, and then he wanted to be another a bigger man, and oh. did one more before he started flipping out and tearing his shirt off, <laughs> and dry humping me apparently out in front uh, there on Main Street in Fairfax. And those were good old days, Fezzy. Come on, you didn't like those days. <laughs> but getting back to how this ties into pooping. It's been well documented. If you're new to the show, you may not know this. You can find some of the old stuff in, on hideoutheretics.net and the old hideout shows in Orlando. But I had been bleeding rectally when I pooped essentially for almost 18 months. And your bloody rectum has haunted me, even on the Xbox 360. I go online and play live, and I have a bunch of fans on there because I'll give out my uh, my screen name on Xbox Live if anybody wants to play me. It's J Dubs Hideout. Space is between everything, so space between J, space between Dubs, and Hideout. And two uh, Bs. No, one B. J Dubs Hideout and J A Y. Well, you, people want to play me anyway. Why? How is now, this a problem? I got a message the other day saying, "Hey, is half of his ass falling out yet? I know it was bleeding." Is he dead yet? Does he have cancer? And I have to get these voice messages what? on my on my Xbox Live 360, and then I have to answer them. Yeah, it still bleeds. Actually, it doesn't. No? I have found... Since when? About three weeks now. I have found a cure that not even medicine, suppositories and stuff, could, could, could get. Mm-hmm. Something that I had never, ever considered. And one I don't even know what got me into it, but I did it. Wine. I started drinking wine about three weeks ago. And pretty much immediately afterwards, I have a glass of wine a night. Sometimes two, sometimes four. But ever since I started drinking wine, I'm no longer bleeding from the butt. Red or white wine? Red. So that stopped the bleeding in your anus. Yes. Has your vagina started bleeding though? I, Don't do you, even. Do you because when to, I met you, yeah. you and your chick would drink fucking boxed wine every night. I was twenty-one and I was just <laughs> drinking whatever I could get my mitts on. But it's funny how now all of a sudden, like something I've been looking for eighteen months, I could have sworn I had cancer. And who knows? Maybe I should do But I don't have butt bleeding anymore. Fucking wine, somehow has been that magic thing to keep my ass from bleeding. So I, I thought it was pretty cool. So if any of you are suffering from the same shit, try some wine, try some fucking Guinness beer to keep yourself from having a heart attack. Now, obviously, uh, these are uncommon remedies. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's not something that you would if normally If you go to the think. doctor, uh, most of them aren't going to tell you your butt's bleeding and have a glass of wine. Yeah. So, you know, what's an uncommon remedy? Like, think about it for like erectile dysfunction. Another chick? Yeah, I say a mistress. <laughs> <laughs> That'll get the dick hard quick. Yeah. Uh, for me, I'm looking for a cure for my hairy back. And I thought cancer was going to be it. I thought at least at the, I, if I did have cancer of the butt, I'd get chemo. Yeah, and the, all the back hair would go bye-bye. And for obesity, I'm a certified personal trainer, and I don't recommend this, but if you're looking to get skinny, the way to go is the HIV. 
Here, I'll let you borrow a case. I've got a few to spare. Next. Next. Story number eight. Number eight. MTV has greenlit a bisexual dating show with a star who built her fame on MySpace. A Shot at Love with Tila Tequila is scheduled to premiere on MTV in October. Do you know who Tila Tequila is? I have no clue, but I already hate her. Well, she's a chick on MySpace who... Her claim to fame is she has the most friends on MySpace. I guess she got in on the ground floor, kind of like a dang cook. She's some chick out in L.A., you know, a hot chick. And she is now famous because she has the most friends on MySpace. So she gets a show just because she jumped on a website as a member early. She didn't create a website. She didn't, you know, think of anything. She just found this thing and signed up, and now she's got a TV show. Is she even hot? I yeah, I guess so. I mean, I've seen her picture, but I I didn't. And I'm guessing. Her. And I'm guessing. Tequila Tequila, uh, not a real name. I don't know. It could be. She looks Latin, so it could be her thing. Does this shame you as a Latin person, or are you just happy that someone's taking the George Lopez spot in TV? Finally, that's the diversity <laughs> that Viacom's talking about on MTV with Tila Tequila. Tequila. Now, the other thing about her too is that she's bisexual. So the so. ten episode series. What is this, 1975? Are we supposed to be going ooh and ah over bisexual? It's going to have contestants that are going to be 16 straight guys and 16 lesbians. By the way, the odd thing about this chick is nowadays she'd be considered spam. She'd be one of those oh, yeah. bitches I, that you would, you know, would you would block mark as spam, and then uh, I would uh, mark her spam. But I guess she was a big deal in the early days of MySpace because I remember my nerdy ass stepbrother saying, "Yeah, man, this Tila Tequila chick, she added me. She's hot." I'm like, dude, how much of a loser are you? Where that's the fucking biggest thing in your life? This chick adds you on MySpace. So this is going to be a dating show where the mm-hmm. 16 guys in the LPGA tour. Uh, <laughs> 16 of the dudes that play women's golf uh, the finalists move into her mansion live together and each week Tila will narrow down her suitors every episode I hope she just ends up with this big fat dyke will I, culminate I, I, in a dramatic ceremony unlike anything you've ever seen before according to the network bullshit there's nothing we haven't already seen before. This is the Andy Dick show where he had all those people, a bisexual has all these people move into his quote unquote mansion with them and then he does what he does and chooses a winner. Motherfuckers on MySpace are getting reality TV shows now. I hope it bombs. On MTV. It's going to. There's no even with all her fucking friends and she's gonna put up a whole thing, I'm sure, on her MySpace of check out the new show. Because I'm sure that I'm not a friend first. I'm sure that helped Dan Cook a whole hell of a lot on that piece of shit movie he just did with Jessica Alba. You know, the whole uh, MySpace thing and uh, Tom going through and deleting your friends or he says he's not deleting your friends, he's just deleting the spammers. Wouldn't it be awesome if he deleted her? The original MySpace spammer gets deleted right before her big show hits. Yeah. I would love it. Next. Next. Story number seven. Keeping it in the MySpace Facebook realm, apparently the new rage is couples spying on the social networking websites 
and it's triggering paranoia. Now, employers have done it to candidates. Have you ever had that before? Like, that's kind of the new thing in radio is send me a link of your MySpace page? No, but I had a friend go for a job, and he had a MySpace. His mother, across the country, wanted to see pictures of him, so he uploaded a bunch of pictures of himself on vacation. Well, during vacation... He was drinking a beer, and they didn't give him the job because they said he had pictures on MySpace of himself binge drinking. Of course. Who, whenever, who doesn't binge drink? He was drinking a couple beers at the, the beach. Right. It's not like you know, he was doing a keg stand. <laughs> and if you go on vacation, you're on the beach, you're going to drink. Give me one CEO of a company who doesn't go on a cruise or to a beach or something like that and just get fucked. That's why with my personal MySpace, I was one of the very, I'm not going to say originals, but more than a year ago, even when we were still on the air at Real Radio, I had my profile on private. You I did nev- that just so people would add you instead of no, uh, looking. I, well, I did it twofold. I did it so people could add me, and I didn't want my ex looking at my current life. I just I had no need for it. See, my ex just deleted her profile altogether so I wouldn't spy on her. Did she really? Yeah. She didn't tell me that was the reason, but I imagine it was. Well, I created a fake girl's MySpace to fuck with her new boyfriend. <laughs> You're such an asshole. And I added him, was chatting back and forth with him, <laughs> trying to get him to meet me out on a date, just to see what was what, and uh, they both deleted their profiles. No. They, had, they had that uh, that tracker on there where they can see you know, where people are. So where, there were a lot of yeah. hits from Tampa? Well, just one, one every time I'd go on an email, but still, you know, that really... <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah, Why? It, That's it really, douche uh, chill, man. Why? I, I wanted to uh, fuck with uh, people's lives. Yeah. You fucked with mine. Well, that nothing is, wrong with that. That is true, but that is kind of... That's not kind of douche chill to nah. you? Nah. I do a lot of fucked up things. I make a lot of those fake profiles. Like, uh, last week I made a fake profile. <laughs> what? Of this kid we went to high school with, uh, me and BJ made this fake profile. He uh, he's trying to be a country singer now, but he looks like a <laughs> retard. <laughs> so uh, I think if you go to uh, www.myspace.com/slash/john-dunn-fan, there's his uh, the MySpace I made. It this kid he looks retarded. So I put it up as a fan site to him, dedicated to him as the first country Down syndrome star. <laughs> Asshole. And I added to all of his friends and his girlfriend and him, and I, I haven't been on there in a few days, so I need to check and see if he's figured out what I've done. Well, just like uh, many couples use MySpace and Facebook, well, they keep each other in check now, but terms like my stalking and face stalking have entered into the street lexicon. It speaks uh, to their proliferation as far as, you know, how much people are getting after and spying on uh, their loved ones. Now, you've gotten shit from your chick about MySpace girls and whatever. I've gotten shit uh, from my ex on MySpace girls. My chick hacked my MySpace, would delete my hot friends, which I'm okay with because I'm a cheater. So I was okay with that kind of policing. And I'll admit, too, like I haven't ever hacked her account, but... I'll go through her friends and just see who the dudes are, you know, just to see. And normally they're just some fucking random guy that wanted to add a hot chick or they're a heretic or they're Talon. Uh, but, you know, whatever. You know what I mean? Speaking so- of Talon, uh, I went on to his MySpace after all this stuff happened. A lot of young Asian girls are his friends. 
did not know. Yeah, if you go on to any of his MySpaces and look through the friends, a lot of young Asian girls. And I, you know, I don't think he should be up for charges right now because pedophilia doesn't cover aliens. <laughs> Why? Why do that? Here are the five tips, according to MSNBC, to stay sane and together on MySpace. Number mm-hmm. one, talk about it. So essentially talk about your profile. Um, make sure, you know, you let the other one know that you have a MySpace account yeah. at the very least. Number two, show and tell your profile. That's kind of true, too. Like, maybe you want to say, all right, I have one. Here it is. Just to let you know, it doesn't say single. It says in relationship, so back the fuck off. No? No. You, uh, why do I have to report to mommy about every little thing I do? But it's I not do? a matter of mommy. It's You're in an equal uh, relationship. The other should probably know. No, you, you can tell her about it. She can go on there and look at it. But I'm not going to sit here and walk through everything. If you want to look at it and you have a problem with something, you bring it up to me. If not, shut your fucking hole. <laughs> Number three, take your time. Essentially, one of the big things they say is a problem is, especially for stalkers, is people put so much personal information on that shit. Mm. People will put, you know, emails and IMs are one thing, but some people post their fucking phone numbers. Oh, yeah, I've seen that before. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, uh, they'll put it in Or their schedule of, like, where they are every single fucking night. You never know if some guy's stalking you. You aren't a stand-up comic. Right. People don't need to know that you're going to be at this club this night. You know? Yeah, or at you fucking Whole Foods. Yeah, you know? It's not your personal calendar. Yeah, you aren't trying to draw a crowd. And if you are, you're fucking nuts and you deserve to be stalked. Number four, keep the page presentable. We were just talking about the drunk pics and stuff like that. And number five, which is odd, in this whole you know top five ways to stay insane and together on MySpace, trust your gut. That seems like the complete opposite, because if your gut's telling you they're cheating... They probably are. I, I, I agree with that. Trust your gut. I, my gut's never done me wrong that way. Next. 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 What's next? Rolling through next past six J-dubs. On the way, the porn trifecta. Three porn stories so good, we're doing them as one. Nice. And the war on hot chicks. It has begun. And I know you as a gay man, you're a general in that. I am not a gay man. All that next with us, Hefan Dubs. So silly. MySpace.com slash next radio. More is next. For the seats that you like, light up a lucky strike. Relax. It's light up time. How good that smoke is after a swim. And it's got to be a Lucky, because only Luckies give you that famous better taste. Here's why. L-S-M-F-T. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. Naturally good-tasting tobacco that's toasted. It's toasted to taste even better. Cleaner, fresher, smoother. Next time you buy cigarettes, get in the swim. Be happy. Go Lucky. For the taste that you like, light up a Lucky Strike. Right now. Light up a Lucky it's light up time. You'll say it's the best tasting cigarette you ever smoked. Hey, this is Kevin from We Hit and Run. And this is Sid. And here's what you've been <laughs> missing if you haven't been to myspace.com slash... You okay, radio. That is complete uh, sorcery. Oh, is that what it is? Because, th- <laughs> And mind you, the whole marriage gimmick was brought up when people died when they were 30. 
So yeah. Okay, what does marriage have to do with that That's anything? the whole fucking re religion is based on marriage. A man and a woman, not you, okay, two men, mind you. Say, oh my god, you're such a stupid asshole. You oh. know in Catholicism, the preacher doesn't get... The preacher. The All I hear is white man bullshit. I'm just quoting it back to you. Don't tell me I'm fucking full of shit or anything because oh, I don't believe so in it. Full of shit. I don't I believe don't in any of that, that shit. But do I fucking bother you about it? No. Do I go? Do I go? I'm to not your, bothering do, you about do it. Do I knock your fucking door and say, "Hey, Kevin, here's the fucking word of God"? I yeah. didn't say. Okay. You, I never so accused you of that. Why the fuck do you feel the need? Uh, why do you fucking? Sid, why do you? Let me, dude. Don't fucking interrupt me. You interrupted me with your shit, but continue. You changed the subject. Gary, pick that mic up. Pick that mic up. New Ford tastes fresher, tastes better too. New Ford tastes fresher, tastes better too. New Ford tastes fresher, tastes better too than any other menthol cigarette. Dub's glad to have some old friends back helping make the next cast possible. That's our buddies at MidnightMonkey.com, N-I-T-E. It's a whole new service now. Before yeah. they sold toys and stuff like that, now they're specializing in bringing video entertainment, essentially, to your mobile phone. Yeah, I call it your compact jack. You know, you're going out, uh, you're leaving town for a little bit, you're going on an airplane, going to the bathroom... And you got it right there from MidnightMonkey.com, N-I-T-E. Imagine, too, if you were stuck, like, on the tarmac, and that could literally pass the time. Here's how it works. you got to have your mobile phone, and you log on to the internet through your mobile phone. Like everyone, everyone has it now. Like everyone can now. You type in MidnightMonkey.com, night, N-I-T-E, and then, bam, you hit go search, and you can enjoy. You can get your jack on wherever you want to. Check out our buddies. We appreciate them supporting the next cast. Again, that's MidnightMonkey.com. You got to use your mobile phone. There's a wonderful world of softness, a wonderful world of freshness. It's the wonderful, wonderful, wonderful world of Salem cigarettes. Salem softness freshens your taste. Salem gives you a modern filter, plus rich tobacco taste, smoothed with menthol, softened with fresh air. For Salem's special paper breathes in fresh air with every puff to bring you Salem's air-softened taste. There's a wonderful world of softness, a wonderful world of freshness. It's the wonderful, wonderful, wonderful world of Salem cigarettes. Salem softness freshens your taste. So I was listening to Real Kid Radio, and it's like the biggest word I've ever heard. It's offensive to black, white, women, and everyone in between. Fuck them. Fuck them. Jim and then Jim. I'm Jim. It's me. I'm Jim. I'm going to be the next fucking mom with the king. For <laughs> <laughs> them, Jake oh, and Brandon. Brandon Black. Jake gets angry. Well, okay, go ahead. Sorry, I don't. 
Go ahead and tell me how I get angry. I have never gone out with a girl that I haven't had sex with already. If you're if you're ever at a party and a girl's like, yeah, I never really had a dad. I'd always be like, yeah, I'll definitely have sex with you tonight. I'm not battling any demons because I think that some men are beautiful. It's because the Earth should be, it might as well be spinning on a penis. Brandon, Big Mama's house too. Okay, why don't you just listen? If the cops did come, I would jump on one of the banisters, like the high things, and I'd jack off and skeet on them. That's your punchline for everything. Hey, Brandon, what's up? Hurricane Katrina. Brandon, what are you doing later? That's my Beat that killer! <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of funny. Though. Probably jack off like nine or ten times, I think. <laughs> Dude, like, like, if like the moon was here, like I don't want to grab it. Fuck it. <laughs> Jim and them are the biggest assholes. They can go fuck themselves. This is Jake. Go to JimandThem.com. Please. El Jefe. J-Dubs. Next is now. Welcome back to Next Cast 6. It is Hefman Dubs, MySpace.com slash Next Radio. We were talking about that Tila Tequila bit. Yeah. And her new show on MTV and how she was just kind of one of those friend whores and that benefited her. Remember, I guess like one of the original friend whores on MySpace. Right. Remember, like, the competition. Remember Jody and Scott at O'Rourke? They w- would hop on those friend trains mm-hmm. or maybe even pay for a service that you just get to see thousands and thousands of friends, you know? Mm-hmm. And I've thought about it for a second, but I'm like, you know, I'd rather just have people hear about us and at us and pour them out. Yeah, it's kind of a measure of, you know, what's working for us is just asking for people to uh, spread the word enough or, you know, do we have to go out and spread the word ourselves? It's really a good gauge on what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong. By the way, too, getting back to those guys that I mentioned, Jody and Scott, and how they were the competition at one point. Well, they're not even together anymore. I guess one, only one of them works at Overlock really? now. Yeah. But uh, that's why it's so stupid. I hate getting in, like, stupid radio wars. I like it as long as, you know, it doesn't get too serious. Yeah. But I, I love them. I think they're fun. You know, and it's just like... I, what's the point? Because more than likely, at some point, you're going to end up working with those people, and you're just going to have to fucking... Just like, well, Big O and Dukes. I mean, we would run into them, you know, at gigs and everything all the time. We would be friends there, but we would fucking talk shit about them, and they talk shit about us, and we had fun with it. Yeah. The problem is, most radio people don't know how to do that, and they take it way too personally. There's too much ego in radio for you to really start a war and have it be fun. Right. Hey, before we get into the countdown again, I woke up this morning and I looked at the date, which I won't say because it doesn't really matter because it's the next cast, Mm -hmm. and realized, holy shit, my dad's birthday was a week ago. No, I never remember my dad's, my mom's, anybody's. I uh, figure at the very least, I should remember my mom and my dad's birthday. My sister calls me and tells me, Hey, Dad's birthday is this weekend. You might want to give him a call. And like, uh, sometimes she'll call me like a day or two after. Hey, did you call Dad on his birthday? No, I'll call him now. And my dad's the same way though. He doesn't remember mine. Right. Yeah. So. If I forgot my mom's birthday, she would she'd be heartbroken, just completely shattered. I shot my dad an email this morning. Oh my god, I'm real sorry. He's like, dude, don't worry about it. I'm just getting old, older. Mm-hmm. You know, people kept calling me, just reminding me that I'm getting old and older. So, you know, don't even fucking worry about it. I hate the whole calling on your birthday and everything. My phone blows up on my birthday. And what, with people, I, what are we going to talk about? If, uh, we, if you have something to talk about, call me. Yeah, give, if you have some, a funny story or some cool news or something, 
give me a call. But if it's just say, hey, bro, happy birthday. See, I love that shit. Really? I love to be acknowledged. I want to know that people are thinking about me on my special day. And it is my special day. Stories. Story number six. It's actually going to end up being a birthday gift at some point. <laughs> Prostitution targeted on Craigslist. Nassau, By me. <laughs> Nassau County has made more <laughs> By than... By my favorites list. <laughs> 70 arrests since it began to focus on Craigslist last year. Numerous uh, crackdowns by vice squad from vice squads from Hawaii to New Hampshire, as they've been monitoring Craigslist very closely, sometimes placing decoy ads to catch would-be customers. Craigslist has become the high-tech 42nd Street, where much solicitation takes place now. It's true. Uh, have you ever gone on to Craigslist to look at hookers? No, I always just go to the job section. Really? Yeah. I rarely go there, and I go to, right <laughs> to the uh, erotic services. It's not that terrible. You know, like there's some decent chicks on there. There's some messes, but uh, it, it is completely, you know, out in the open what it's about. And the way they try to hide it wouldn't work in any situation. I don't know why they think that this is getting around the rules. It's a date for 150 red roses. So that oh. or, or 150 hugs and kisses, and I never knew this before. But do you know what GFE stands for? GFE. Yeah, if you can get the GFE. No girlfriend experience. I don't understand. So you what, just take her out and pay for shit, and nothing happens in the end. I, mean, I what? guess, and uh, then you have mediocre sex and for me, think it's, of someone else. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's for a me, girlfriend experience. It's go out, go out, and uh, she's the one that picks up the tab because she's the <laughs> one that's employed. Apparently, nine thousand listings were added to the site's erotic services category in New York region alone. Uh, most of them offering massages and escorts, often hinting at more. Apparently, Craigslist has changed the prostitution patterns with people roaming the country, setting up shop for a week or two in hotels, mm -hmm. often near airports, That's true. where they use laptop computers or cell phones to arrange encounters for hundreds of dollars then moving on to the next location. That's badass. Yeah, that's what they do. They'll come in for, they'll say, two weeks special. I'll be here for two weeks. Tampa airport area. You know, call this number. No block numbers. No Jesus. blah, blah, blah. And How do you know so much? I told you. I've looked into it. I, I'm not above buying a hooker if I had the money. I'm just looking for like a $75 fucking just crack girl that looks decent that just got on the crack. I want a girl who just got addicted and really needs that fix. That sounds like a great movie idea almost. Like the whole idea of going from town to town, setting up fuck shops. You know what I mean? And just like all the kind of seedy shit that could go on. Now, would you ever buy a hooker? I always said no, uh, but I came to this realization probably a few months ago that the closer I get to legitimate money, I would be okay with throwing around and, and getting a high-class hooker. So it's a money thing, not that you want to do some stuff that you might be afraid to bring up to your girlfriend well there's nothing that i mean i'm doing everything that i would want to do to her now yeah, but i mean you know maybe uh you know buy two of them have them go at it while you're going at it with one of them do that whole thing oh wow i, never really I mean there, there's stuff that <laughs> no guy i don't think there's one guy in this world who has a chick that lets him do everything that he wants there's a lot of chicks that'll let him well, do I was a lot everything that i want to do with her but you start throwing around that. Yeah, there's you know, all these different. You know, if you have the money, you can get anything done. 
Why don't I wonder if you and I got a hooker? Could we split the cost if it's two dudes on one chick? Uh, you can make it cheaper that way. You know, uh, but I think like Wobbly you know, H say, style. Say a uh, girl costs uh, $150 an hour. Mm-hmm. And you say, hey, me and my buddy want to come over. How much would that cost? It'd probably be. Two twenty-five or two fifty, you know, something. It would be a lesser rate, but more so than if it was just you know one person. Want to do it? Sure. Wobbly H the bitch. <laughs> fucking how odd would that be? Just Does fucking make staring us... into each other's eyes while we're doing some fucking filthy hairy whore. Does that mean we're kind of uh, sword fighting by proxy because her lips are on your cock and her anus is on mine? So. <laughs> Through skin, our cocks are touching. I guess. I suppose it could be that way. Despite nice. despite police complaints <laughs> that Craigslist facilitates prostitution, some experts say the website also aids enforcement. It's a very open site, according to officials, and it leaves digital footprints. Fuckface. Mm. You're using my computer. I haven't bought one yet. Stop it with the fucking trail. Everything I haven't bought anybody yet. I can look... It's like going. It, it, I what? Well, I can't drive down K Street. I can drive down as long as I don't pull to the side and say, "How much?" You know, I, I'm I'm good. Once I make that leap, then maybe we're all in trouble. Quickly, maybe I'm bringing the whole house down. <laughs> quickly, tell some of the people the other things you like to do on Craigslist besides Craigslist. looking for prostitutes. Craigslist is a treasure trove of fun. One fun thing to do is say you're from. You grew up in Dallas, Texas. So you go on the Dallas, Texas men for men area. Search is people. So gay with you. I know. Search people in your age range and just try to find people you went to high school with and them nude. I've only found one guy, and that was uh, Warren. Who, uh, if you go look on uh, on hideoutheretics.net, you can hear that whole thing of me chatting with Warren as under an assumed name and trying to hook up a gay date with them. We should. You know what we should do? Didn't we have that acted out by the interns when we did that? Yeah. Maybe we should play that. Yeah, I can play this, it at the uh, end of the break. At the end. Hey, why at the end? Let's uh, do it before we get to story number five. We'll do it here in a second. All right, and another thing that's very, very fun on uh, Craigslist. Just go to the men for men section and look at 65 and up. <laughs> These men get in the oddest gay man poses as an old... And it's funny. The chest and stomach area doesn't look very much different than the balls. It all kind of looks like the same type of skin when you get that old. So go on, Men for Men Craigslist, look at pictures of 65 and up gay guys. Why is everything, your idea of fun, have to do with the gay? Every single part. I don't know. I, I, I do a lot of things that aren't gay, but let's listen to the gay chat between uh, me and Warren. Here's a little hideout rewind for you. Dubs, set it all up. What people will find your best friend, Warren. <laughs> Not my best friend. And right. he was on Craigslist, and you found that. You keep on messing it up by calling him my best friend. He is an acquaintance in high school. Uh, if you go on hideoutheretics.net, I believe it's under the uh, general discussion thread. The thing is uh, high school Craigslist. There's links to them right there. Vicarious <coughs> BJ called me probably two weeks ago and said, Oh my God, I found the greatest thing on the Lansing Men for Men section in Craigslist. And he sent me over the link. It was a kid we went to high school with. He had the title Horny All the Time on there, looking for dudes. And he had his little uh, Yahoo name up there so you could IM him and say, You know, you wanted to hook up with him. So what I did last night was I made a fake Yahoo account 
under the name of one of my other friends I went to high school with and chatted with him for about two hours. I explained to him that I wanted to hook up with him. So he thinks it's you. He thinks it's my friend that wants to hook up with him. All right. Now, how long was the conversation? Because you sent this over to me. About it, it took about two hours to do it. Dude. All right, you listened to this chunk. You had to edit it. Yeah. We had the two interns. Mm-hmm. We had Manhole and, I don't know, take your pick of the names. Head. Act right out. Yeah, the head. Act out the scenes. Okay? Just to add a little bonus for you guys here in the hideout tonight. Oh, by the way, um, just to clarify, Manhole will be playing the part of J-Dub's alter ego. Mm-hmm. And uh, whatever the new guy's name is, will be playing the part of Warren. 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 Oh, Warren. I wanted it the other way around. Yeah, well... You'd think it'd be a simple instruction. They messed it up. But oh, well. It's I, actually, my, my part is more colorfully gay. Yes, it's actually... <laughs> it turns out with Manhole's natural, um, I guess, accent, if you could call it that, it turns out pretty funny. Yeah, that's a regular voice, okay? No, that's it's not an part. accent. It's the best part. Okay, here we go. We got a little mood music. <laughs> and this one is entitled Intro to Warren. Okay. Hi. How are you? Do you remember me? We went to school together. It's great to see you came out. I am out, too. Who are you? Scott. We went to high school together. Not ringing a bell. There were a couple Scots, sorry. I was a year ahead of you. I wrestled, played football. Now I box. Do you have a face pick? <laughs> Not right now. Since I came out, I haven't put up any picks. I have a MySpace. Is that how you found me? Craigslist. When did you come out? Two years ago. Where do you live now? Lansing. Yeah, I used to go to Spiral in some college bars. (laughs) Why not anymore? I just haven't made it in a while. Kind of partied myself out. But I'm about to get back out there and go crazy. You look like a partier. I don't party very much. I like to cuddle more. (laughs) (laughs) All right, this is an actual conversation. It only gets better. Last (laughs) night, between me and I uh, went under a assumed name. The nasally voice, if you haven't learned Manhole's voice yet, he's playing the part of Mm J-Dubs. You gotta go to hideoutheretics.net and find the picture of this Warren guy. It makes it even better. And I'll post the whole conversation later on. I need to delete the names though. Yeah, I just put up the audio clips on that thread, to be honest with you, once we're done. Alright, here we go. You look like a partier. I don't party very much. I like to cuddle more. (laughs) Cuddling is nice, but you and that shirt I am looking at right now say rowdy to me. (laughs) I haven't seen you in forever. I saw you last selling nuts at the fair. I thought, wow, he has gotten really cute. So what do you do in Lansing? I work at Gold's Gym, selling memberships. (laughs) Sweet. So you are ripped then. All right, hold on a second. Does he really work at Gold's Gym, your alter ego? No, that's where you used to work. <laughs> oh, you're an ass! <laughs> I hate you. You're right, I did. Big workout guy. I work at Gold's Gym, selling memberships. Sweet. So you are ripped then? Yes. All muscle? Yeah, I box. Hot. So I can take care of you when you get hurt. I would like that. Okay. <laughs> so that's just the initial intro? Yeah. All right, this is gold. I'm loving this. Now... You'll notice that my friend from high school always tried to be a boxer. So anytime I make a like a fake thing about him, it's always thrown in the boxing. And I didn't do it in this one, but roofing usually too. All right, here is them talking about it. And this is actually, this is the I Am Conversation just acted out by the interns. Yes. This is about exchanging pictures. Yes. So what are you doing up so late? I am always up late. I can't sleep when horny. <laughs> Me either. Do you have a cam? 
No, but I think I may have some pics. Cool. I know I have old ones in my email. <laughs> One sec. Okay, cool. Hot. You like? <laughs> A lot. <laughs> nice. Mutual. Sweet. We should get together. Definitely. <laughs> what are you up to tomorrow? I have to work during the day, but I think I am free at night. So are you a T or B? I'm versatile. <laughs> you? Same. All right, so I'm assuming that means uh, top or bottom? Yes. <laughs> so are you a T or B? I'm versatile. <laughs> you? Same. Hot. You said it. Do you live alone? No, I have roommates. Do you live alone? No, with my parents. Money problems. What do you think? Yeah, I know how that is. I had a horrible problem with heroin. <laughs> Trying to deal with myself that I had to recover to. That sucks. Do you like hairy guys? <laughs> he totally side-skirted the heroin problem just, that I told him I had. Just glossing over the heroin. And says, hey, do you like hairy dudes? This was actually in the I Am conversation. Yes. Was there a pause in the actual I Am conversation? Or did he no, just right he just it? glossed right over uh, it. Yeah, I know how that is. I had a horrible problem with heroin, trying to deal with myself that I had to recover to. That sucks. Do you like hairy guys? <laughs> I enjoy a good bear. Grr. <laughs> Grr. Gay! Oh, <laughs> kidding! You're kidding! Actually, that part, the bear part, was my friend Brian. <laughs> that sucks. Do you like hairy guys? I enjoy a good bear. Grr. <laughs> Me cub, grr. <laughs> Me cub, grr. <laughs> Alright, we got... <laughs> I'm, I don't know. Anybody else loving this as much as I am? This is hilarious. Dude, this is what you do on your time. Yes. This not is, here. This is how I spend my nights. People are saying dubs must be gay to spend two hours doing that. <laughs> Having a fake conversation with the guy. Yeah, that's really descriptive. <laughs> well, what it, happened was uh, we were, me and uh, Brian were taking turns playing video games. One of us would go over there and uh, chat it up. My friend Brian's down from Michigan. And uh, then, like, one of us... You guys over. do this every time he is down. It's hilarious. So you were tag-teaming a guy. Yes. Yeah. Can, hmm. can, I, can I ask something real quickly? Sure. Dubs, do you not have a soul? Because, honestly, this guy's just trying to make friends. He's just trying to get company. <laughs> and you're wrecking his life. Here is setting up a meeting. <laughs> what are you into? As in what? As in playtime, silly. We'll try most anything once, but love to kiss. I have to work in the morning, and then training till about 7. Should be home at 7.30. I have a fight to get ready for. I love to get and to When is it so I can watch? We are still working at the fight night, but it will be by the end of September, beginning October. Cool, nice one. So 7.30 tomorrow, your place. Just be online at 7.30 when I get home, and I can tell you if my roommates are gone or if we need to meet elsewhere. All right, so that was supposed to happen tonight. What yeah, happened? I forgot to log on. Oh, you know he's heartbroken. I know. I know. Dude. All right, here's them talking about fetishes. <laughs> you get nice Thanks. <laughs> I need to go home and shower. Oh. I run home from the gym and also let my dog out. Then we can meet up. All right. Is that an allusion to Tommy? What? No. I run home no. I run home from the gym and also let my dog out. Then we can meet up. <laughs> Actually, that was you, not me. You made about a that. reference to me. Hmm. Happy birthday, Tommy. <laughs> You'll be online, won't you? I want to see you. Well, then, how about we make a date for a time and we can get together, talk, and if your roomies are gone, it'll be good. I want to see you, but not sure if I can be on then. Why don't you call me when you're free? I can do that. Will that work better? Sort of. I don't have a phone, so I have to scrounge up some change and find a payphone. I wonder if you'd be opposed to wearing a bonnet. Bonnet? For what? I have a bonnet fetish. I'm just trying to be honest. Hope I don't freak you. No, not at all. I like to be on the to a man who is dressed like a baby. It'll take a lot more. It's 
God, I know. You can run now. Maybe I can help you after we get to know each other a little better. That would be fun. I've only had it once. <laughs> wow. I told him I like a man to dress up like a baby and do his thing. And then beat you with a rattle? Yes. Where does this come from, dude? Were you on acid? No. I just... Odd stuff pops in my head, and, and I have to write it down. And all this while you're picking out plays for Matt. Yes. Jeez. All right, so hideout. right. Real Radio 104.1. If you're just now tuning in, <laughs> Dubs and his gay conversation with his friend Warren from high school. Acquaintance. Dubs pretending to be somebody else. <laughs> pretending to be uh, you another see, friend from you high got, school. You got to see the photo of this guy on hideoutheretics.net. All right, how far in are we here? It's first time in insecurities. No, it's, it's, it's get, the next three uh, are fantastic. I, I think I only have two more left. Really? Yeah. Well, the next two are fantastic. <laughs> I right. forgot about the short one. All right, here we go. I really want to see you, Warren. I want to take it slow. Be friends. First, me, you, and a couch cuddling during a movie sounds like bliss in a bobsled. <laughs> bliss in a bobsled. So how experienced are you? Very much as a top. <laughs> did you say that? Bliss in a bobsled? Yes, I did. <laughs> what do you mean? Of course. <laughs> what does that mean, dude? I don't know. Okay, what's gayer? Bliss in a bobsled or grr? <laughs> And then, Me, you, and a couch cuddling during a movie sounds like bliss in a bobsled. You said it. So how experienced are you? Very much as a top. Still not much as a bottom. Nice. <laughs> but I like both. But my fave thing is to do is cuddle. So how long have you been active? Since I was 21. My first time was at a massage group in Ann Arbor. Cool. Did you always... <laughs> All right. Nameless City posted the, the hot link at the top of hideoutheretics.net nice. for those of you that want to go now. My first time was at a massage group in Ann Arbor. Cool. Did you always have those feelings? No. Actually, I was 9 or 10. With a friend? My cousin. <laughs> I hear you. Oh, dude. So he was molested. Well, I was his cousin. I wouldn't say he was molested. Yeah, the... I think it counts. My cousin. I hear you. Mine was my grandma who <laughs> used to show me gay porn. I really liked it. Why did she show you gay porn? I never found that out before she died. She used to keep it in her room and found me looking at them, so she sat me on her lap and flipped through the pages with me. Where do you come up with this? Where do you, this is straight out of like a Kevin Smith movie. Where do you come up with this? Dubs. His grandma was crazy, so I had to work his grandma in somehow. The guy that you're pretending to be? Yes. You're a uh, bastard. You really are. You're an evil human being. <laughs> I gotta hear that little part again. All right. I think that's no offense, manhole, because I know you're a big fan of Kevin Smith, but I, that may be better than any of uh, Kevin Smith's writing. <laughs> cool. Oh, sweet Jesus! It's a hideout real radio one hundred four point one. Again, the intern's acting out a gay chat conversation Dubs had last night with his high school best friend, Not Warren. best friend, acquaintance. You can see it on hideoutheretics.net. With a friend? My cousin. I hear you. Mine was my grandma who <laughs> used to show me gay porn. I really liked it. Why did she show you gay porn? I never found that out before she died. She used to keep it in her room and found me looking at them, so she sat me on her lap and flipped through the pages with me, reading the erotic stories. Nice. At least if she were around, she would understand. My first time was with my friend Eric. We were camping with his family. We snuck off to a quiet <laughs> place to swim. We were out in our undies, and I noticed he was... So I swam close to him and started 
rubbing. After that, we <laughs> and it happened week after week for two years. That was when I lived in Howell. All of the kids there found out, so that's when I moved to Fowlerville. I always have been made to run for my demons. You need to face them, and I will help you. Hey, do you want to see my MySpace? Thank you. Yes. No problem. www.myspace.com backslash You are a cutie. No, not me. Yes, you. <laughs> I'm not fighting you. You will win. Maybe we can help each other out with some confidence. Yeah, we will learn a lot from each other. What are your fantasies? Dude, this guy is getting set up for the ultimate breakdown. What's wrong with you, Dubs? Are you gay bashing? Is no. this a version of gay bashing? No, this is a, it's the funniest gay bashing I've ever seen. I don't think it's gay bashing. Here's the thing. It, it's not really gay bashing because I know you would do this with a chick. Yeah. You would set oh. up a fake chick account too. But, it, you know, when you uh, know someone through high school and you never know like really his backstory, it is great to find it all out. It's so evil. It is wonderful. Yeah, we will learn a lot from each other. Yeah. What are your fantasies? I would just like to find a man to hold me when I'm sad and need cheering up, and me to do the same for him. Sounds nice. My thoughts exactly. I can get a little freaky, though, but I am gentle, too. I am more of a bottom. I'm more of a top. Nice. <laughs> nice. I'm so ashamed. I just really have How never... Happy he is. I've never... If you, if you watch Real Radio... Uh, .fm and Real TV, you could see Dubs' genuine enjoyment. <laughs> I'm just thinking back to this. He's a human being! <laughs> he sure is. God. I'm not taking that away from him. Oh, man, oh, man. Alright, here's the last nugget. Mm -hmm. You need to change a couple things on your page. Like? Straight. Do I really? <laughs> OMG! I will change that now. Did you really not know? Seriously, I had no clue. I am changing it now. Cool. I would like to talk more, but I have an interview at 10.30, so I need to get going. Changed. Okay, buddy, good talking to you. Sweet. So in two months, you can move anywhere you want. Yep. Oh, Let's just get that's a place because to I told him I was in a halfway house because of my heroin addiction. Yeah, I think we got that earlier. You can move anywhere you want. Yep. Let's just get a place together and <laughs> all day long. Whoa! <laughs> uh, how long y'all been chatting online? About two hours. And wow. he's already ready to move in? Yes. You got the magic touch. So in two months, you can move anywhere you want. Yep. Let's just get a place together and <laughs> all day long. LOL. LOL. Sounds like a blast. <laughs> Maybe I'll be able to move out by then. By the way, no more clubs for you. Only if I'm with you, I have to Get keep you in line. Sounds good. Which one? Being with you. Back at you. <laughs> oh, my God. This is an intern reenactment of a conversation <laughs> Dubs had last night. You're so happy. Oh. <laughs> You're so happy over there. So funny. But where would you like to live? What? Hold on. <laughs> but where would you like to live? Lansing, A2, how? Anywhere between Lansing and the Ville. Any is good for me. What's your interview for tomorrow? A new job. Got fired last week. Oh, what were you doing? Got caught having sex in the cooler at work with a bartender. <laughs> <laughs> LOL. Where at? I won't tell. Long story. We'll tell you the whole story tomorrow. Okay, cool. See you then, babe. <laughs> you should have given him a 5000 <laughs> <laughs> Dubs. See you then, babe. Dubs. What? Where does the enjoyment come from? I don't know. Next, story number five. Athens man allegedly exposes himself. Well, why is that a big deal? 
Well, this is in Limestone County, and the Sheriff's Department says that Mickey Ray Sutton allegedly stood outside of the Wheeler Street side of the county jail, faced the female cell block, unzipped his pants, then exposed himself. Officials continue to say he then started masturbating, and the inmates told the corrections officer who went and looked and saw him doing it. Apparently, a female friend of his was incarcerated, and that's why he did it. Authorities got a warrant, arrested Sutton on a charge of indecent exposure. He's out of jail on a $1,000 bond. Have you ever jacked it in front of your chick? Oh, God, no. That, that would just look silly and a little bit gay. I can't jack it in front of anybody. What? I've seen gay porn before. Mm-hmm. This was when I was at Texas Tech University, and me and my ex at the time were the only straight people on the team. And so they, the, the team would have, the forensics team would have a party. And it was all gay people, so they'd throw in gay porn. So you're sitting there and you're watching. And the very first opening scene is just some dude staring at the camera, <laughs> beating his mate. And it is the uh, to set the music and the whole thing, and it was the oddest fucking thing I'd ever seen. All right, I was a sophomore or junior in high school. I think I was a sophomore. And there was a big party, one of the biggest parties ever going on in the Ville. This kid had his parents' house. You know, it was, it was open, ready for everybody to come over. Me and my friends went over to help him set up a little bit early, bring the pony kegs over, do all that. He went uptown to grab something. We were just mulling around his room. We find a videotape. We pop it in. It's just a video camera pointed at his bed. We're like, what the fuck is this? He comes walking in naked. You see his butt cheeks. We're like, is he about to film a porn with some girl? He turns around, sits on the bed, puts a leg up, and just starts jacking it. The camera. <laughs> the foot and the leg up is yeah. really, really small. <laughs> it was something that was so gay, but we couldn't stop watching. And yes, he did end up being gay, you know, like uh, five or six years later in college. He came out and everything like that. But. He was just filming himself jacking off, which See, I just don't understand. <laughs> what are you going to do with that tape? Are you going to watch it yourself and sit there and try to mimic yourself staring at I've it? Heard, I don't- I've heard that homosexuality is the ultimate form of narcissism. So he might have just you know gotten off on you know on looking at that. Has your chicks never asked you to beat off in front of her? Oh. I've had a chick that asked me to do that, and I said no. I'm like, it's not going to happen. Sorry, I just feel too uncomfortable. Is it you're uncomfortable with your body or you find it a little bit mo or? No, it's just awkward. Why are you going to sit over there and I'm going to sit over here and I'm going to do that? That just doesn't seem to do anything for us. All right, I've got a game to play. Okay. Kind of go with this because I find it very mo to check uh, out. Even if you're doing it your, in front of a female prison. Yeah, it, it does seem kind of gay. I used to pose this question all the time. What's gayer? A man just wearing a t-shirt or a man pulling his thong to the side? <laughs> it's been a battle of the titans with that one. So that's going to be the number one and number two seed in the tournament in Mo again. Madness. <laughs> Mo Madness. All right. I like it. All right. So I have a bunch of different scenarios. All right. <laughs> and we're going to find out what's the gayest of the gay. All right. Here is the number one seed versus the number eight seed. Okay. I'll write them down as we go. All right. Guy in only a t-shirt. Just walking around, button balls hanging out, or tweaking your own nipples while you jack off. T-shirt. 
All right. The other one is I mean, it's maybe a pleasure thing. I don't know. I mean, there's something odd there's about something man nipples. Seems gay about you tweaking your own nipples. All right. What's the four versus the five seed? All right. Getting turned mo madness. All right. Getting turned on while you're pooping, or using your friend's pocket pussy. Friend's pocket pussy because. There are times when pooping feels good. Sexually? Not sexually, but it just feels good. I don't know if you get a hard-on or not off of it, but anytime you're fucking in your buddy's pocket pussy, that's gay. By Curious BJ wanted to use mine before. I told him no. He's (laughs) like, dude, there's two holes. I won't use yours. No, beat it, dude. (laughs) Yeah, get out of here. You literally beat it yourself. Uh, Jacking off in front of your girlfriend made it as the number three seed, or... Requesting a reach around finger from your girlfriend. So uh, that's the sixth seed. Yeah, the sixth seed is getting your butthole finger by your girlfriend during sex. Most gay. It has to be gay to request the finger because that's insertion. If nothing else, the jacking off in front of the girlfriend that could lead to like bukkake or something. But otherwise, yeah, I think the requesting of the finger. All right. Jacking off in front of a mirror. The seventh seed? The seventh seed. Is that gayer than thong pulled to the side? <laughs> I don't know that anything is gayer than a man with a thong pulled to the side. And when when I say man with a thong pulled to the side, he's just sitting there on the couch watching Maury <laughs> with it pulled over to the side. Now, considering jiggling. the first time I ever jerked it when DuckTales was on in the other room was in front of the mirror in my bathroom. <laughs> that was creepy. Um, I was actually up on the table, like doing, like on the sink, on my knees doing it. I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna have to say though, even with that being said, thong to the side is gayer. All right, all right. So now let's move up. The it's- number one seed versus the number five seed. A guy in only a t-shirt versus using your friend's pocket pussy. What's gayer? To me, it's only t-shirt. All right, number one seed moves on to the finals, and let's go to uh, number two versus <laughs> number six. This is real. This is like the Western Conference Finals right here. This one is really the championship when it comes to it: finger in the ass or thong to the side, because they seem like they should go literally hand in hand. Yeah, getting a finger in the ass from your girlfriend. Now, while you're having sex, and you requested it, you're like, "Fucking!" By the mere, <laughs> you're, you're grinding away, and you whisper. Stick a digit in me. <laughs> By the mere nature that it's with a chick, I'm going to have to go with but, thong well, pulled to the on, side. Hold on, hold on, With the chick, yes. But when you're requesting that, are you really thinking of her? I've never done it before. I don't know. I still think I would feel gayer if I had a thong on and I pulled it to the <laughs> side. I would be like Senator Larry Craig would be knocking on the fucking stall ready to right. service me. The number one and number two seed. We're down to the old classic. Mo Madness. The old classic. Guy in only a t-shirt or a thong pulled to the side. This is the one that goes back and forth. This is one of those rivalries that really never has a clear-cut victor. <sighs> to me... It's an upset. The two seed thong pulled to the side is wow. gayer than a guy in just a t shirt. All right. Both of them are Terry Bradshaw. 
Terry Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> now we're back to fucking square one. Terry Bradshaw walks to the door wearing nothing but a t-shirt and Whoa. everything hanging out. Or you're sitting next to him on the couch and he's just wearing a thong, but it's pulled aside and everything's hanging out. Uh, I don't know then. Why well, have to play again next year? Story number four. 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 A new Parents Television Council study says Family Hour programming conclusively shows that children are watching television during the first hour of prime time and are assaulted by violence, profanity, sexual content once every 3.5 minutes of non-commercial airtime. During the 2006-2007 study period, almost 90% of the 208 television shows reviewed contained objectionable content, the PTC found that Fox is by far the worst broadcast network overall. That's been kind of true since Fox came around. They've always tried to push the envelope a little bit further than the rest of the uh, network stations. That's how they got their edge at first. I got to say, that's the brilliance of fucking Rupert Murdoch, mm-hmm. where on one hand you can make this money off of this filthy thing, and then on the other hand, you can have a news network. Just completely conservative and against all that kind of stuff. And you're covering both sides of it. Yeah, so uh, this PTC, they may not like Fox Network, but they really like Fox News, so they're kind of torn on really to attack it or not. And then at the same time, you got to think, well, Fox News and Bill O'Reilly and those guys, they're not really going to attack Fox the network mm-hmm. because, you know, you're basically playing on the same team. According to the president of the PTC, our study clearly demonstrates that corporate interests have hijacked the family hour from families. This early primetime block was once reserved for programs the whole family could enjoy, but is now flooded with shows that contain adult programming. For those of you that don't know, the family hour time slot includes programs that start between 8 and 9, Monday through Saturday, that's East Coast time, and between 7 and 9 on Sundays. Family Hour needs to be restored. We're calling for the broadcast industry to return to the time-honored principle of airing mature-themed content only at latter hours in the evening. This provides parents with consistent, objective, and meaningful content. Why are we letting TVs and other forms of media raise our children? You should be raising your kids, and you should control what they're watching. My whole thing about that, too... And Marilyn Manson said it once before, uh, and he was right on. That's the perfect time to talk to your kids about that shit because mm-hmm. they're gonna. It's gonna come up at some point anyway. Why not be there and explain why you think it is right or wrong at that point? And these are the family hours. The whole family should be sitting down and watching these together. And everybody says, "I try to teach my kids right from wrong." Why not take advantage of the opportunities to teach them between right, right and wrong? Or are you just afraid? Of that kind of situation. Why are people afraid to talk to their kids? Because it's uncomfortable. You've said it before. Uh, Americans love comfort. Mm -hmm. And having any sort of discussion like that with your children is for some reason an uncomfortable thing. I also call bullshit on this too. Because these standards are pretty much set up. Like the whole idea of family hour. Basically, there are three channels. Yeah. Like, maybe it's newer than when we only had three channels, but now there are 300-plus channels to fucking choose from. I'd say almost 
50 to 75 are completely for children only. Yeah. So why does this have to happen on network when there are plenty of other channels for kids to choose from? To me, network is obsolete anyway. I don't watch any of the real network sitcoms or anything. If I'm looking for edgy, funny material, I go to HBO, Showtime. What channel is it's Always Sunny on? FX. FX. If I'm going for funny, edgy material, I'm going to those channels. I'm not going to NBC. What are your favorite shows right now? Well, I'm very excited about Dexter coming back. You've already seen the first two episodes. Yes, and I'm very, very happy with what they're doing this year. I know a lot of people were worried, but it's going to be good. It's going to be very good. Everybody can calm down and enjoy. I don't know. You're going to be surprised with a few of the things they're doing. All right. I'm really excited about uh, coming back on Showtime. Also on Showtime, Weeds. I'm a little disappointed with Weeds so far this year. I still haven't seen the first season. I don't think it's as good as the first season. I want to watch the first season, but someone just walking into Weeds. Yeah, I've never seen the first season. It's a pretty good show. Oh, it's. I think it's still a very good show, but it's I thought funny. the first season was so good I think they're having trouble kind of living up and tying up everything that happened in the first season. Uh, Real Time with Bill Maher on HBO. It's been good. It's fucking fantastic as usual. Entourage sucks. No, I love Entourage still. And that's the problem. Everybody expects more out of Entourage than what it is. It is a leisure show. There's nothing going on in that show, and there's never been anything going on. Curb Your Enthusiasm is making a comeback. I can't wait. That is one of the best shows ever That's basically replacing the Entourage time slot. Mm. Also, too, you mentioned it. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is going to be kicking up. And a couple of not-dirty shows that I've enjoyed a lot. Obviously, Flight of the Concords on HBO, which was just fantastic. And because I'm a personal trainer, I'm doing the whole sports nutrition thing, too. I'm loving watching the weight loss shows. Like, I liked The Biggest Loser earlier, but now I'm getting back into it. And have you seen this show, Fat March? No, I, I watched, uh, like, probably five minutes while you were watching it. And uh, I was on the phone with Pedro Lima. If you want to go check him out, he's our comedian friend, www.myspace.com slash nofilterpedro. And actually, he's going to sit down on one of our next casts sometime here in the very near future. I was just talking with him, and he's like, what the fuck am I watching fat people walk for? What is this show? And it was Fat March. I don't understand it. It's, Dude, as a trainer, it's fun to watch. And then also, too, as a shock jock, it's even better. Because I just sit there, and they start hugging each other after a 18-mile hike. And I'm thinking, the smell. What is that smell that is brewing between the legs? Belcher. <laughs> that's, a, that's an old callback yeah. for the DC shows. Now, uh... You being you being uh, now a certified personal trainer and really wanting to get more into the personal training field, I can't believe you aren't getting on along with me the whole contender bandwagon. Contenders making a comeback this week will be the first fights. It's a terrific show to watch. It's multi-layered. For you, you like to watch the regiments that they go through and all that kind of stuff. Well, we're T-Bowing it, so maybe I'll give it a try. And for me... I love to watch the fights where they bring their kids ringside. The guy's getting pounded, and the kids are crying because daddy's getting his ass whooped, and mommy's crying because they're out a million dollars. Story number three. Max. Dub, story number three is that trifecta of porn I was telling you about. Would you agree or disagree with the following statement? Okay. Kids are growing up faster because of nutritious food, and access to pornography. Yes. Well, that is what doctors are claiming. 
Uh, this uh, study went down in China, and the number of children experiencing the early onset of puberty has doubled over the last 10 years. In addition, they found the average age for the onset of puberty uh, dropped to 11 years old from mm. the previous age of 13. In some cases, boys as young as nine and a half and girls at eight are developing secondary sexual characteristics. Girls are even starting to have their period before they are 10, according to this survey. How lucky, by the way, do you feel that you were born a boy? Oh, yeah. And you just don't have you to don't worry have to, about that bleeding. Yeah, you don't have to worry about the shining happening in your underwear. <laughs> Doctors say citizens have a rich diet that includes nourishing soups, seafood, and animal innards. Plus, parents also give their children supplements such as deer antler and ginseng extracts. These foods are high in protein or essential elements and accelerate a children's growth. That's in China. However, the doctors also say that Western fast foods such as burgers and fries from Mickey D's or KFC are favored by children and that also too can increase in their development. So is fast food the cause for pedophilia? Because fast food is making the kids grow up faster, and then you got these pedophiles that are looking at a 12-year-old that's already hit puberty and has boobs and says, hey, I'm interested. Well, I, I don't think that would be a pedophile then. That's someone who just likes uh, 18-year-old, but these girls are looking 18, so now he's labeled a pedophile. I think that not as much our generation, but the generation that's coming now, is on route for a death around 65, 70 latest. They're like the fly. You know, they're just, they have accelerated growth. They're going to live in dog years and end up dying at the 25, 30. The other reason for the early development is improper sex education. Parents or children have easy access to books, movies, or music that are pornographic. If parents do not protect their children from exposure to pornographic material, they will become sexually promiscuous i am a big believer in not censoring what's going on on the internet or stopping me from buying what i want to buy but i also think if you're a parent you gotta shelter your kids at least until they're 14 or 15 from all this crazy porn that's on the internet because when i was a kid i would watch regular porn you know some missionary sex and get worked up and be able to jack off I can't do it anymore. I need more. I, I need to find more disgusting, more depraved porn. That is true with the uh, with the onset of the internet. Yeah. Because when you're a kid, you're basically your knowledge is limited to what your dad had in his brown paper bag in the closet. Yeah. Now you got the whole world out there with midgets and animals. Oh, I, I've jacked off to midget porn. I actually jacked off one time to a voyeur uh, video of a woman just sitting on the toilet peeing. Jesus Christ. I'm just like, you know what? Chick's kind of hot. Yeah. All right, well, that, ironically enough, leads me <laughs> over to the next story in the porn trifecta. A man jailed for secretly videotaping women and teenage girls for apparently while they were in their bedrooms and bathrooms. He has sued the police department for the return of his massive porn collection taken during the investigation. Dennis Saunders filed a suit against the San Rafael police after the department refused to give back some 500 pornographic movies and 250 magazines that his lawyer described as unrelated to the peeping case. I gotta say, man, that fucking makes my little box of porn look puny. Yeah. 
500 videos in 250 magazines? And I'll tell you what, it's hard to find good porn. I, I can feel this guy's pain. A lot of times, if, uh, if the cops confiscate something or something, you're like, you know what, I could fight to get this back, but it's not worth it. Porn is worth it. If you have this much porn, this, this probably took a while for him to collect. His lawyer says there's no legal foundation for them withholding the perfectly legal adult-oriented material. The collection alone was likely worth $10,000. A lawyer representing the city said authorities wanted uh, direction from the judge on whether it would be lawful or appropriate to return the material to Saunders, who has a history of peeping-related arrests dating back to 1979. If the court orders us to give them back to him, then we're going to give them back to him. Give him back his jack material. Because without this, this guy is just, uh, his head's on a swivel out in the neighborhood. Yeah, but at the same time, too, the nearly 250 various pornographic things that he had between movies and magazines, it didn't keep him from peeping. Now, maybe he's going to peep more, I guess. But you know, give him give him two hundred and fifty more on top of that. Yo, know, throw in uh, throw in some extras, and maybe we can keep him off the streets. And wrapping up the trifecta of porn here in story number three, a new documentary explores the cultural significance of Nazi themed pornography booklets in Israel, according to the New York Times this week, called Stalags after the World War II prisoner of war camps in which they are set. The volumes first became popular amongst young Israelis in the 60s. They're in book form uh, and available and told sexually charged tales of captured U.S. or British pilots abused by female SS officers. The plots frequently concluded with the male characters exacting revenge on their tormentors by raping and killing them. Just raping that big, thick German bush. I'm sure that was a sexy porn. Nazi porn. Have you ever seen any sort of like PC or taboo politically porn? incorrect porn? I've seen uh, plantation porn. It was from probably was it racist? Early to, Do they call them the N words? No, no. It was you know actually kind of empowering to the black people because was they, it black guys banging white chicks? Yeah, black guys banging the uh, mass's wife. But it's kind of hot, <laughs> like that whole situation. But they would play like that old time music during the sex, <laughs> like was, Dixie and yeah, stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it was very, very funny. Would I you that. would you watch Muslim extremist porn? What, just a girl winking and showing her ankles? Is that uh, is that what Muslim extremist porn is? How about Christian fundamentalist porn? Is that guy just trying to barter a blowjob from a man? Yeah, inside an airport bathroom. If if a porn of your ex came out, would you watch it? I never thought of her during sex when I was with her, so I don't think I would jack to her afterwards, so no. I would have a tough time. Well, I don't know. I wouldn't have a tough time seeing it. I wouldn't care right. as far as that goes. But yeah, I don't I, think I'd there, care I, either. I have no use for it. An Israeli court found the publishers guilty of disseminating pornography and the books went out of print and underground just a couple of years after they appeared. Well, a new documentary about it is looking at the distinct genre, uh, which was created by Israeli publishers and penned by Israeli authors. So there's going to be a documentary out about this Nazi porn and its effect and the whole thing, which actually would be a pretty cool documentary to take a look at. What's your ideal porn? I haven't found this yet. But being in rape, I always like situations that I could be in. So if there could be a radio 
porn of like a disc jockey that's giving away corn tickets and getting blowjobs in a production room i'd be down i for have that. seen I've, i i i had a compilation one time and one of them was randy west uh in a radio studio but that's the only time i've ever seen the radio i'm sure studio. it's like a 70s studio too you yeah know? oh yeah well, it was uh, it was all the carts sitting around and now you or, know. okay so jfk in early <laughs> 2000 uh or now that i'm a personal trainer too like a personal trainer porn would be kind of hot because that's maybe a scenario that I could see myself in. It seems like man-on-man porn. Any personal trainer porn seems like it'd be gay dude porn. You don't have one? Maybe one where you're having sex in front of an audience and it's all pets, though. <laughs> <laughs> Cats and dogs sitting there obediently watching. Next, with El Jefe and J-Dubs. What's next? As we move through next cast six, we'll do a complete recap. Also talk about what didn't make the cut and stories number two and one. It is next cast six. I am Hefe. That is Dubs. And we're next. You don't want to sleep with the fishes. You want to stay on the Don's good side. You better listen to the Don. Because if you are listening to the Stugats experience... You better have a friend start your car. Capiche? The Don Stugatz Experience. Sundays from 5 to 7 p.m. Only on thereisnoradio.com. You know, if you were to follow a busy doctor as he makes his daily round of calls, you'd find yourself having a mighty busy time keeping up with him. Time out for many men of medicine usually means just long enough to enjoy a cigarette. And because they know what a pleasure it is to smoke a mild, good-tasting cigarette, they're particular about the brand they choose. In a repeated national survey, doctors in all branches of medicine, doctors in all parts of the country were asked, What cigarette do you smoke, doctor? Once again, the brand named most was Camel. Yes, according to this repeated nationwide survey, more doctors smoke Camels than any other cigarette. Why not change to Camels for the next 30 days and see what a difference it makes in your smoking enjoyment? See how Camels agree with your throat. See how mild and good-tasting a cigarette can be. What do you get when you cross Godzilla? Siegfried and Roy... Shaken not stirred. So, Macau. Huh? Ask a stupid question. Get a stupid answer. <laughs> stupid bitch. SoMacau.com. Grr. You can take them out of the country, don't. You can't take the country out of Salem. Here's the extra-length cigarette with a taste that's country-soft, country-fresh. Try Super King Size Salem. You can take Salem out of the country, but... They're despicable. The only magic in AIDS <laughs> is Johnson. <laughs> They're disgusting. All I feel as my right hand is cupping my backside is it filling up with, uh... with, with gooey goodness. <laughs> And their mama's boys? Hi, sweetheart. Oh, for God. You're not helping here. Not only do I suck, but I'm a puss, too. <laughs> Two of the classiest men in radio are back. 
The Rich and Manton Show at www.richandmanton.com. Smoke the Big O. Oasis. New Oasis filter cigarettes with refreshing menthol mist. Light an oasis and you'll say it's the precious taste in smoking today. Smoke the no, not smoke the big O. Smoke the no, not smoke the big O. The Oasis filter is the best you can get on any menthol cigarette. Smoke the no, not smoke the big O. The Oasis filter is the best you can get on any menthol cigarette. Light an Oasis, and you'll say, here's the freshest taste in smoking today. Oasis. CT and Jiven. There's never going to be a Matt Jiven Jr. That's the most egotistical thing I've ever heard of. But I think what happens is you get stuck with being the junior. You're like, you know what? F it. I'm going to pass this on. I can't stand this. <laughs> Nobody here is royalty, okay? You're not going to get down the line and it's going to be Vincent, whatever your last name is, the 17th. There's no crown in your future. Give your kid his own identity. They just want to work a Roman numeral into the name very badly. <laughs> I can understand that. CT and Jiven. I'm CT. I am Jiven. You can check us out online, ctandjiven.com, c-t-a-n-d-j-i-v-i-n.com. CT and Jiven. Next. 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 Not next worthy. Here are some stories that didn't make the cut, but are worth a mention. Next cast six, Hefe and Dubs. These were not next worthy. The launch of the new iPod. You hear about it? No, what's the new iPod? Brand new. It's got the touch screen similar to the iPhone. It's got Wi-Fi capabilities. Actually, something pretty cool about it, too. It is going to sync up with HD radio, and you can tag songs that you hear on HD radio, and iTunes will automatically download it for you. Wait, so it's also a HD radio player? Yeah. Like you can, you can, wow. Okay, that ain't bad. Have you listened to HD radio yet? Uh, no, not really. It fucking blows right now. But it could turn out to be something really, really cool. I, if you go to uh, any of these, I mean, at least in Tampa. I've looked at some of the ones in Tampa. And uh, if you go to any of the channels that do have HD, it's just the same bullshit, but a uh, different song. They aren't, they aren't really taking advantage of it being on the ground floor right now and doing something really cool to kind of draw in those ground floor people. Well, some of our people uh, well, in Atlanta... Mm-hmm. And I don't want to say what they're going to do, but I know that the guys at Project 961 had some special plans for their various HD stations, which were pretty good. And I know that WRIF, I've never really liked the Rift in Detroit. Uh, they're like the, the marquee rock station in Detroit. They have two HD channels, which they've had for quite a while now, and they do some pretty cool stuff, like a heavier metal one with one of them, and then a local rock with the other one. At least that's what they used to do. And uh, that was kind of cool. I mean, that's that's the way to do it at first. You draw in the the hardcores. You get some people who really, really want to hear that stuff on the radio at first. And then you kind of more mainstream it up when it becomes cheaper for the everyday person. Exactly. That's the problem with HD radios is they're so expensive right now. Speaking of expensive and tying in with the iPhone or the I, new iPod is they cut the price of the iPhones $200. 
Wow, so a lot of people are pissed, huh? Well, then Jobs decided, hey, look, all right, I'll give you a $100 rebate that you can use at an iTunes store. So, you know, it's... I mean, uh, you're getting something. Yeah, and you're going to be able to get some neat little trinkets or whatever for either your iPod or your iPhone. Also not next worthy, the ex-prosecutor in the Duke case went to jail. He served his day in jail for... I forget. He was up on so many things, but this is a guy who brought the uh, rape charges against the Duke lacrosse players, who, by the way, are looking for $30 million now, which I believe they should get uh, from the county. Each? No, I think it's okay. total. Okay. I mean, I, that's somewhat. But the prosecutor had to do a day in jail for whatever offense. Only a day? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if it was for lying or what specifically it was. Well, he's been disbarred as well. So, yeah. I mean, he's lost his livelihood. Definitely whatever. hit rock bottom. Al Gore using a private jet. This is real big yeah. on, like, Drudge, where they like to point out, Especially the hypocrisy when it comes to Al Gore. Well, I mean, if you, I, I do agree. If uh, if you're going to be fighting for something like that, at least fly commercial. Do something that uses the least amount of resources possible. If you're going to be fighting for global warming, I'm with you. I don't, as a quote unquote Democrat or liberal or whatever the fuck, I don't necessarily mind hypocrisies like this getting pointed out as long as republicans don't bitch when we point out hypocrisies for senator craig or representative allen or any of these assholes who preach one way and live another you know i i don't see most republicans defending these people you'll see a few of like the blowhards out there you know kind of defending but for the most part they are pretty ashamed of those people as well fred thompson enters the race for the republicans on Law and Order, he, mm. uh, Juliana, he had a great line of, yeah, he's done a great job basically playing me for the last few years. Fred Thompson, here's the thing real quickly on presidential politics. I just want a president who wants the job. It is so abundantly clear that President Bush did not want this fucking gig. He was kind of forced into it. He was not told, even forced. Well, it was kind of like, hey. You could you, win. You could win, so do you want to? And that's why I feel a lot of these guys are running because they could win. Not necessarily that they want to be president. There's a few out there that I feel want to be president. Bill Richardson, I believe, wants to be president. Agree. Mike Huckabee's a Republican uh, Mike, I like. Mike Huckabee, I love Mike Huckabee. Even if, though if, he's very staunch pro-life and stuff like that, I'm starting to get beyond that stuff because he's a guy... He seems like a good guy. He's, you know? He seems low-headed. Genuine. He, exactly. I couldn't agree more. Uh, Barack Obama, I think, is a guy that wants to be president. He, and a guy who runs for it all the time and doesn't make it joe biden seems like he really wants it because he's been getting his dick kicked in the dirt for so long and he still goes for it but for like a hillary or a giuliani or a thompson mccain seems like a, like a guy who wants to be president but those others i just mentioned it almost seems like it's well you could win mm-hmm. and we saw what happens when we get a president that got into it because they could win and then finally, have you heard about this search for Steve Fawcett, one of these billionaire daredevils? His plane went down somewhere over Nevada as he was scoping out his next uh, like stunt, essentially. I heard a little bit. I haven't heard the details. That's basically uh, all of it in a nutshell. And this guy's missing, and people don't good. know yet whether or not he is dead or whether he's alive. And I just don't get having billions of dollars in thrill-seeking. I does not make sense to me. 
This seems like so many other things you could be doing, good, positive things, instead of looking for another fucking way to get that adrenaline high. Next two. Story number two. He's back with another video blog. Osama bin Laden came back in a new video blog that makes no overt threats, but does not call directly for and does not call directly for attacks. Instead, he addresses Americans telling them the Iraq war has failed and urging them to turn away from capitalism and democracy and convert to Islam. His emergence this week comes... Does he ever think that's actually going to work? Does he actually think that going on a video and telling people, hey, convert to Islam, do you think that's going to work? I don't find it to be a, I don't know, a believable uh, run at trying to get actually people to convert. I don't think it's a believe. I don't think it's something that he really wants to. It's, uh, hey, here's why you all suck. This could save you, but I surely don't expect many of you to come over to my side. His emergence this week comes at a time when terrorism experts believe Bin Laden's terror network is regrouping in the Pakistan-Afghanistan border region, and it underlies the U.S. failure to catch him. In the video, Bin Laden attacked capitalism, multinational corporations, and globalization. Oh, I thought you were going to say Big Brother, because uh, that show wasn't good either. Uh, Dubs, we have a next download. This is a through an interpreter. But it is a little bit of Bin Laden's speech. Next download. I shall be speaking to you on important topics which concern you, so lend me your ears. I, I begin by discussing time. the war which is between us and some of its repercussions for us and you. To begin, I say, despite America being the greatest economic power and possessing the most powerful and up-to-date military arsenal as well. Thanks for the promise. And despite its spending on this war and its army more than the entire world spends on its armies, and despite it being the major state influencing the policies of the world as it has a monopoly on the unjust right of veto, despite all of this, and by the grace of God, 19 young men were able to change the directions of his compass. And in fact, the subject of the Mujahideens has become an inseparable part of the speech of your leader. And the effects and signs of that are not hitting. You know, he, he uh, sounds and has the same effect as the, uh, the uh, teacher from Charlie Brown. I... Just totally tuned it out, yeah. He's kind of right when you think about how badass America is, and it took basically 19 schmucks to hijack these planes and change the way we live our everyday lives, which once again proves that the terrorists have won. I don't know if it's the terrorists have won, but I think it's America has lost. Their attention span is so short, we can't handle a long war. We can't handle uh, being consumed with uh, winning if it's going to take seven, eight, nine, ten years. I'm just talking about the fundamental changes, the way just a few guys ended up changing the way we live. I mean, just look at an airport, pre-11, post-9-11, and the fear you know, surrounding flying and everything. A terrorist goal is to terrorize. And we as Americans are living in this quote-unquote terrorist, fearful state. That, that's the only way I'm defining it. Not as much as uh, Muslims in this country, non-threatening Muslims are oh, yeah. fearing 
yeah. living in this country. I mean, I, I think a white person or a Latin American person doesn't fear uh, going to the airport as much as maybe a non-fundamentalist Muslim because they're still uh, looked at by everyone. Yeah, there's and no black, white, brown, anybody is looking at a Muslim in the airport like, you son of a bitch. Bin what are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do, huh? Bin Laden also refers to recent U.S. headlines. He's got uh, a plastic fork. I don't trust it. Including the burden of interest-related debts, insane taxes, real estate mortgages, global warming, and its woes. The big thing on the blogosphere right now is how this Bin Laden speech sounds like a Democratic presidential stump speech. And how it's all, like, oh, that's what all the right-wing guys, like the Michael Savages and guys Mm -hmm. like that are saying, Bin Laden just sounds like a Democrat. He sounds like Hillary. So I find myself thinking, okay, wait a second. Am I thinking like a terrorist? Because when you step back and you just analyze all of the mortgage rates and the problems that we have, and sometimes the way, too, like... I believe capitalism is the best system that's possible as far as being able to raise yourself up out of your bootstraps, but it's also very flawed, too. And that oh, of course. It, it doesn't take into There's account no perfect system. human greed. I'm like, I'm not thinking like a terrorist, but Michael Savage is telling me I'm a terrorist because I think this way. You understand what I'm saying? Well, Michael Savage is always right, so yes, you are a terrorist. He said, warmongering owners of the major corporations would rush to appease voters who showed that they are looking for an alternative, and this alternative is Islam. Is Islam, Dubs, if we convert, will everything finally be right in the world? No. If, if everybody converts to Islam, then you are not Islamic enough. Uh, or, you know, exactly. Then you they, end they, up like in Iraq where it's the Sunnis versus the Shias. Everybody needs someone to hate. Everybody needs that to uh, go on with their lives and have purpose. So even if everybody does become Muslim or everybody does, you know, become one color, we'll find another reason to hate each other. It's not going to end. One of the big things about this video everyone's talking about is how Bin Laden's beard is all black now. Remember how it used Mm -hmm. to be gray? It's like fully black. What, a a terrorist isn't uh, allowed to dye his hair? Of course he is. Let him dye his hair. He wants to look good for the camera. The video had apparently been made at one point. Bin Laden mentioned several days ago, Japan, the 62nd anniversary uh, of the August 6, 1945 atomic bomb on Hiroshima. Also refers to the Democratic Party's congressional victory. How long was this thing? It was very, it was like, it was short. It was actually 30 minutes. You know, I would rather have you do, you know, six, five-minute ones, something that uh, our one-track mind in America can handle, instead of doing all these quarterly half-hour speeches, because I'm not going to listen to it all. Do you feel like we're the dog getting wagged a little bit? Does this feel... Because we mentioned Bill Maher earlier, and great guest on there, most deaf, and he was talking about he, he just doesn't believe any of this kind of Bin Laden bullshit and doesn't feel like it's real. Doesn't Bin Laden feel almost like a fictional character, like the devil? Well, so did Hitler. Hitler seemed like a fictional character, but he was very real. Right. You know, he was he was very real and very evil and did a lot of bad things. Just because there is a guy who's super evil doesn't mean that he is not real. I'm just talking to the fact that no one's seen him, and we're only seeing him 
Uh, now, people have seen him before, but we're only seeing him now in these odd video blogs like he's Lonely Girl 15. Well, I, I don't... And one thing is that I agree with most Def on, on Bill Morris. He, he doesn't believe that Ben Laden really did all these things. And I'd have to agree in the fact that I think we put way too much uh, stock into Ben Laden. And I don't think he has as much power as we've uh, always given credit for. Next. If you missed it. Here's what was next. All right, Dub, let's recap and get to story number one. Here on Next Cast 6, number 10, was Brits pooping and having sex while on the phone. Number nine, Guinness beer is good for you. Could actually stop heart attacks because it helps relieve some of the clotting with the antioxidants in it. Number eight. MTV's bisexual show with the MySpace spam queen, Tila Tequila. Number seven, my stalking or face stalking, and that's stalking people on their social networking Usually sites. Usually your significant other. Number six, prostitution on Craigslist.org. Dubs' his favorite pastime. Number five, man exposes himself on street outside of girlfriend's prison. Just starts beating off. And that led to the Mo Madness in the Tournament of Gay. Number four, Dirty Broadcast TV. Number three, the trifecta of porn. Kids grow up faster because of it. A peeper wants his back. And the Nazi porn. And number two, Bin Laden's latest video blog. Now it's time for number one. Thanks. Number one. Nummerzeichen eins. Numero uno. Numero one. The number one story. Woman kicked off of Southwest Airlines flight for a revealing skirt. This chick is very hot. Really? She, I haven't seen a picture of her she's yet. She's a skinny, blonde, tan, big old titties with a skirt that really doesn't even go down a fourth of her thigh. Really? Um, and it's, it's and she got kicked off the plane for it? Yes. We have a next download on it, Dubs. Next download. Southwest says it always tries to do the right thing, touting itself as a no-frills airline with a sense of humor. If you're embarrassed to fly the airline with the fewest customer complaints in the country, Southwest will give you this bag. But Kyla Ebert isn't laughing. The 23-year-old college student, who's also a Hooters waitress, was escorted <laughs> yeah. off a Southwest flight to Tucson for wearing this outfit. A miniskirt, a tank top, and a sweater. And yes, she is wearing a bra. Too hot to fly? Yes. Southwest Airlines thought so. I've worn that outfit before, and nobody's ever said anything. I was just sitting there reading my magazine and playing on my cell phone. In a statement to CNN, the airline Sounds said, hot. Southwest Airlines was responding to a concern about Ms. Eberts revealing attire on the flight that day. As a compromise, we asked her to adjust her clothing to be less revealing. She complied. Right, who the fuck complains? Who is it you think some, that complains? Some fat soccer mom who never was able to look like this, never able to wear one of these things, and out of jealousy and hiding behind, what if kids see her like that? She complained because she was jealous. I think it's probably something close to that, too, or it could have even been someone like a middle-aged lady that maybe in her 40s, leather skin, blonde, with her husband sitting next to her who could not fucking take her eyes, uh, take his eyes off of this hot-ass chick. Money is that it's on one of those two kind of a people. Don't you love it when you get sat next to one of these chicks, too? Well, the whole idea is you have this dream in your head of you fingering her. 
Like, for some reason, like, normally guys never really fantasize about fingering a chick, but whenever you're on a plane, that's, like, the yeah. only thing you ever want to do. When you're 14, you're like, I can't wait to finger a chick. But after 14 or, you know, after you... Or if you're on a plane, that's yeah. it. That's I, the only time you think about it. Why did we think that fingering a chick would be like the greatest thing ever? It's so boring. I've never, I can't imagine. It hurts. Anything. Yeah, it's yeah, like doing get, forearm oh, exercises. Have you ever like afterwards like not been able to move your fingers? They're just locked up in that position because my forearm is what ends up hurting. Really, me. it's my fingers because I try to curl up and rub the top of that fucking hole, and uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's uh, my finger gets locked up. But I I don't envy having to finger a chick it's not something i look forward to i'll do it if i think it'll help me get the gash but i since 14 i haven't thought about that or like dreamt of dry humping a girl dry humping a girl is something that i'm really not into right now or necking (laughs) necking necking is just a term you don't use after you're 14 or 15 man i saw these uh guy and girl they were necking man I wish I could neck that chick. No one's used that since like after fucking 68. Yeah. You know what I mean? That just seems like Rather a very necking. <laughs> 50s term. Now, one thing I do do, because I made a conscious effort, me and my chick make a point of ha- having one French kiss every day. Ew. <laughs> Why ew? Uh, I think it's uh, something that kind of keeps the passion. Well, with her, it, I just seem, it just seemed like it would feel like to her she's going down on a chick. With that... that furry mouth you have and that that is exactly the point that is exactly (laughs) what i'm trying to get her into all right let's get back to this next download story number one woman kicked off of southwest flight for a revealing skirt next download she complied and she traveled as scheduled so much for that sense of humor remember what it was like before southwest airlines you didn't have hostages in hot camp i was really embarrassed i was really um, upset, so I asked for a blanket, and I just covered myself in a blanket. Like a rape victim. San Diego <laughs> Union Tribune, when Ebert's mother complained, Southwest wrote to her saying there were concerns about the revealing nature of her outfit. Not a concern among people we talked to. Well, I think that's outrageous. She paid the money she should be able to fly. I think it's ridiculous. I think it's something that's very difficult to police. Feminist Ann Friedman can imagine this happening to a man. The fact that she's a very attractive young girl. If this is a dude wearing short shorts, I'd be on Southwest side. I'd be like, dude, you got to cover that up. I don't want to see your hairy thighs. But a hot chick? Who doesn't want to look at that? Chicks even want to look at that. Yeah, for the most part. That's why it's such an odd story, and it made national news because a hot chick finally got discriminated against. Hot girls get everything. Mm-hmm. They get free fucking meals, free drinks, free movie tickets. Front of the line. Fucking concert tickets, ear gear. There's all sorts of shit that hot chicks get. Mm-hmm. And finally, this chick was too hot to fly. You know what I mean? That You'd never hear that anywhere. Do you think it's time to take away the free meals, the uh, free drinks, the free line skipping, the free ear gear, take all that away from them? You know what's Take them down a peg a little bit? Well, yeah, I say it's now time that we declare war on hot chicks, but you know what this is very reminiscent of? Hmm. Fucking something the Taliban would do. The Taliban would get freaked out about skin and make you fucking throw a blanket on a girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, why are we in that situation where a girl 
who has she has underwear on, mm-hmm. maybe she has a short skirt, she has a top on, but you can't stand to see the long bronze slender legs like that's gonna they fucking know, upset just you lead to a freshly shaven snatch you can't handle that you can't handle that that's going on how weird is that though where that's kind of the world that we're living in where i can't deal with it there's mm-hmm. a hot chick on this plane and like if it's a if it's a if it's a mom you know like you said earlier where she can't stand to have this girl and even too you're not unless you're sitting right next to the chick you're not going to be able to see her for the whole flight. That's what's fucked up. Like, if you're a dude and you're on a plane and you see a hot chick coming toward you, first of all, if you're on Southwest Airlines, you're thinking, well, fuck, there's no way she's going to sit next to me because on Southwest, you can choose where you want to sit. So you're hoping and praying. But then she ends up sitting in front of you or behind you. You're bummed out the whole fucking time because you can't see her. You can't look at her. You can't see her, but you can smell. And uh, a lot of times, it's all you need. You you have the picture in your Smelling head. Smelling like CK1. Yeah, yeah, that hot fucking stripper shit. Next to download. Feminist Ann Friedman can't imagine this happening to a man. The fact that she's a very attractive younger woman is something that, you know, perhaps somebody on the plane is offended by more than just some, you know, schlubby dude. Everett says before she was allowed back on the that. flight, she had to listen to a lecture Bitch. on proper dress and agree to pull down her skirt and pull up her tank top. It's fucking high school. Did you just hear that? Yeah, you remember the fingertip rule? Did you guys have the fingertip oh, yeah. rule in high school where uh, if the girl's skirt wasn't uh, down past where her fingertips reached, uh, then she would have to you know, go change her skirt or whatever and go home? I always wished like a gator arm chick, a fucking chick with T-Rex <laughs> arms would come into school so she could wear it at her fucking nipples. <laughs> there it is. There's your fucking fingertip rule. Everett says before she was allowed back on the flight, she had to listen to a lecture on proper dress and agree to pull down her skirt and pull up her tank top. Kyla told me she simply wanted an apology from Southwest Airlines. That did not come, so now she's thinking of filing a lawsuit. Good. Carol Costello, CNN, Washington. It's just so fucked up that we're so afraid of a clothed girl. Mm. She has clothes on. With the same, I want the, whoever fucking complained should never be able to go to a fucking beach again or a swimming pool yeah, or I mean, a water park. Because you see all the, the this much skin and more there. You see it at Hooters when you go there where this girl works. These are like, this is just her normal wear. You wear a, uh, a, mom, a pair of mom pants every day. Which offend me. Yeah. And I, your I don't, fucking Christmas sweater. God damn. You're, what is. I, I know You're people. Gunt. I know. Yeah, I know people talk about this, but what the fuck is that thing? What is that big pouch that just grows right in front of your non-tempting, smelly gash? Why is that happening? Is that lack of sit-ups? Is that uh, lack? Uh, is it because of the? It's child a sedentary birth? lifestyle. That's all. Because guys will get it too. It's from fucking eating poorly and not exercising. Yeah, most of them are uh, radio engineers. <laughs> <laughs> radio engineers always get the gun too. But it's just so. There it is. The war on hot chicks, Dubs, has started. Is it? Are you kind of happy about this? Is it time to put hot chicks in their place? Yeah, like we said before, take away the free meals. Take away the free drinks. Take away the uh, the front and line, front of the line. Take away the free ear gear that they always get at radio promos. Take away the voting. I say let's take <laughs> away all these things. <laughs> let's, take, 
That doesn't necessarily fall in line. Um, Let's take away the equality in the workforce. I think uh, all these things need to be pushed aside so we can maybe start moving forward. Let's take away driving. I don't think women should be able to do that anymore. Let's take away menstruation. That I'll be okay with. I don't think they deserve that privilege anymore. (laughs) That one I'm okay if we take that away. All right, Dubs, there it was. Next, on the next episode. That was Next Cast 6. Thank you for downloading and listening to it. The whole hour and a half plus that you got when we only said we'll do an hour. Yeah, there you go. You got bonus. Bonus Um, time for your free download. Obviously, continue to spread the word of the next cast. They're being downloaded at a great rate. I feel like we need to be more consistent with them, but I guess I just feel like we've been inconsistent because we've had the XM show sprinkled and the hideout sprinkled. Yeah, I mean, we're trying to get something done for everybody every week. You know, something for everybody to listen to. I hope people. Listen to the XM show, even if they don't have XM satellite radio. They there's the three day trial. So if we ever do do XM again, you can go in there, sign up for the three day trial. You don't have to give a credit card or anything, and then you end up you know being able to listen to it and and, sh- and experiencing the virus two hundred two if you haven't yet is phenomenal. Yeah, definitely. Also, the rule of one: don't tell all your friends. Just tell one friend. It's just like you that they should be downloading this. We've gotten a whole bunch of new promos that you heard this hour uh, or this next cast. And uh, anybody has a podcast or a radio, you know, whoever wants to join the family, we have CT and Jiven, uh, Real Kid Radio. what else do we have in there? We have so uh, Macau. So Macau. There are they're literally too many mentions of them now. in there. So if you want to join that family, check out. Come their on shows. in. And finally, Dubs, didn't you want to do a Florida game? Oh yes. Uh, we take. Let's a start g- this next week. Okay, right, I'm going to sell it, and we'll take it. Ne- we'll start next week because we don't really have that much time left in the out queue to do this. Uh, basically, it's going to be fantasy Florida uh, crimes, where we each week pick a crime, a place, and uh, basically the perps, and whoever comes closest to that crime, the the area of Florida, and the perp. They get to uh, they win the game for the week, so we uh, make a little guessing game out of crime, and that's perfect because the Florida tag on Fark, mm-hmm. you know, that's pretty much um, what uh, gave us the idea for that. All right, well, very cool. Well, there it was. Next cast six. It's Dubs. I'm Hefe. Until next time, we out, bitch. Five thousand. Four thousand nine hundred ninety-nine. It's going to be a threat about that. <laughs>